from Snap Judgment's Underground Lair in WNYC Studios. Welcome back to Snap Judgment. My name is Glenn Washington. And yes, you are in for a treat. The lights, the cameras, a sold out San Francisco crowd. And I saved a seat for you. Front and center. Snap Judgment, live in San Francisco. Now, this guy, he's an amazing brother. In fact, he was just nominated by the NAACP as the best playwright for a play that he wrote. We're excited to have him on this stage. Please welcome Mr. Don Reed. I grew up on East 14th in Oakland, California. When I was like 20 years old, I got recruited to UCLA on a speech and debate scholarship, a partial scholarship. But nobody told me that partial scholarship, loosely translated, actually stands for not enough money. <laughs> yeah, I was suffering bad, bad. I was really excited when I first headed off for UCLA. I hopped on a plane. Landed in LA, starry eyed, and realized I didn't have nowhere to live. <laughs> Hadn't quite thought that part out yet, right? So, what I did was every day after class, I went to a different dorm room and I partied. Went to a different dorm room and partied every night. Party, party, party. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh -huh. Dancing white to fit in. How are you? How are you doing? How are you? How are you? And crashed in a different dorm room every night. But they caught on to me. So then I slept in the movie theater, and they caught on to me. So then I got a brilliant idea to sleep in the girls' restroom at UCLA. They had those little couches, you know those little period couches? Those little, it's my time of the month, you might back up, I might choke you couches. I sleep in those. Now, the building where the speech team met had a lot of those couches. Kinsey Hall, built in 1929 with words of wisdom etched in stone over the doorway. But I never read it. <laughs> so I sneak in there and sleep, but I never got good rest because I didn't want anybody to walk in on me. So I kind of slept with one eye open all night, like <laughs> I didn't want some girl to walk in and say, Suzanne, Suzanne, there's a Negroid in the women's restroom. Alert the authorities, right? I knew I needed somewhere to live. I needed a job. So I went to the classifieds and I found an excellent opportunity. Seeking neat, clean college students to serve breakfast to the elderly in an upscale environment. Beverly Hills Hancock Park adjacent. The Kipling Hotel for your busy, friendly, happy retirement. I waited tables some up here in the Bay. I'm like, I got to get this. I caught the bus over there. It was almost as if classical music was playing in my head as I passed luscious lawns and stunning mansions. This was gonna be the next level of my life. We rode by a golf course 
People waved at me. I was on the bus. But the bus went way, way past all that night. And I ended up in a nasty area with trash on the ground. Heard Aaron gunshots. Pow, 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 pow. Woo! Police helicopter. A little scroungy dog ran by. Looks like he gave me the finger. How do you give the finger with a paw? I stepped off the bus. And there was the Kipling in all its non-fantasticness. I walked into the lobby, and I was immediately met by the scent of urine and log cabin syrup. <laughs> kind of nasty, but kind of sweet. <laughs> I went through the interview. It went well. They told me they'd let me know. They did let me know. I got it. Serving breakfast to the elderly for room and board. Now, every day after you finish your shift, you have to kind of rush through the lobby because the old folks will be camped out in the lobby and they try to capture you with a long-ass boring story. The kind, <laughs> the, the kind that destroys your soul. The kind that while you're listening, you go, am I dying as I'm listening to this? Did you just reference Custer? How long have you been on the planet? So you had to do this little move where you kind of jog through the lobby and point your watch like, I got things to do, I got things to do. But sometimes I just slowed down and I got to know some of them. I got to know this one old guy named George. One day he was standing in the dining room, you know, uh, kind of Catskills type dining room with a green linoleum floor and uh, cheap curtains that wanted to be much nicer. And George, standing there, five foot two with his little dead finger, he's like, Don, Don, hold on just a second. I want to talk to you for a second, Don. I want to talk to you. I have a situation, and you're a smart guy. You serve me my breakfast each morning. I want to know if you think what I'm thinking about doing is a good idea, okay, Don? Okay, look over here, okay? Look right there. That's my seat. Every day, breakfast, lunch, dinner, everybody knows that that's my seat. But now there's this new guy, this new guy, an old guy. He just, just plops in my seat. He just plotses. He plotses in my seat. He's giving me the spilkas, this guy. This guy's giving me the spilkas, okay? okay? I'm thinking about doing something. I want to know if you think it's a good idea, okay? I'm thinking of going up behind him and stabbing him in the back of the head with a fork. You think that's a good idea? <laughs> to stab him in the back of the head with a fork. You think that's, look at him, watch him, look at watch the son of, watch him chew, watch him chew, watch him chew. I hate that guy. I'm too old for this. I'm 92 years old, okay? My wife died 25 years ago. Every night I say my prayers. I say, dear God, when I wake up, please let me be dead. I wake up, damn it, still alive. So how are things going for you? I said, it's going pretty good, George, but I'm having a hard time staying in school financially, and I, I really just want to be a comedian. He said, you could do that. You could go to school and be a comedian. You know, people can, can make it through anything. People can do anything. They're resilient. Trust me. I've been through a lot. I've been through a lot. Um, let, let me tell you a story, Don, okay? I used to live... Um, I used to live overseas. And um, one day, they marched into our area and they say that we're going to be prisoners of war. We're like, okay, we're going to be prisoners of war, right? But what they did down is they, they, they took us to this camp and then they tell us that we're, um, we're just going to be held. 
Tanya, you, um, you see these numbers on my arm right here? He pointed to some numbers tattooed on his forearm. They put those on me there. And so one day, a soldier walks in dressed in all black, and he says, it's time to take a shower. Now we knew some folks that headed off to these showers, we don't quite remember seeing them again, didn't know if they were transferred, confusing. But we changed clothes. We get in line. It's almost my group's turn to walk inside these showers. And Allied soldiers, British, American, I don't know, they show up and pop, pop, pop. They shoot the guys in the black. Pop, pop, pop. They shoot the SS guys in the black. And they freed us. And that's why you never hear me say an ill word about a soldier that's fighting for good. They try to say all soldiers are murderers. They're all killers. But sometimes you got to do that. Sometimes you got to fight. When someone's trying to wipe out your entire culture, you got to fight. You better fight. You got to fight, Don. But um, you don't have time to listen to all that stuff. You're real busy and you got a lot to do. I said, that's okay, George. He said, Don, did I ever tell you had a beautiful wife? She was beautiful. She had this song. Well, I sing it to her. I sing the song to her. Go, da, da, da. Well, hold on, I got it. Hold on. Da, da, da. You are most beautiful girl in the whole wide world. You are beautiful girl. Da, 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 da. <laughs> it's a short song. I made it up. <laughs> but then I tell you, I've lived a good life. I treat people well. I keep my word. That's a big thing. You got to keep your word. You got to keep your word, Don. But I've lived too damn long. 92 years old, every night I still say my prayers. Dear God, when I wake up, let me be dead. I wake up, damn it, still here. And you know what, Don? You know what they still give me? I'm 92. You know what they still give me? My driver's license. You better watch out for me. I'll run you right down. I'll run you right down. I lived and worked at the Kipling for five years serving breakfast to the elderly, and they served me stories. I left the Kipling, and things went very, very well for me. Many, many years later, I got a big project, working with a huge star. Her name rhymes with Mopra. <laughs> I wanted to remember being hungry, because things were going so well, I wanted to remember being really hungry. So what I did, I swear to God, I went back to UCLA, 
to the very building where I used to sleep in the girls' restroom. The very building. While standing outside, I looked up and I finally looked at those words of wisdom that were etched in stone over the doorway. They say, nothing is too wonderful to be true. It's a quote from a scientist, Faraday. Nothing is too wonderful to be true. And guess what's etched in stone over the doorway of the Kipling Hotel? Not that. <laughs> I think it's scratching with a butcher knife that says something like lick my nuts or something like that. <laughs> but nothing is too wonderful to be true. It could be my old buddy George, who grew to 92 and beat the Nazis. He beat the Nazis and finally, happily, woke up dead. Or you could be me, who grew up in Oakland, headed off to college, was homeless for a while, but battled through, and ended up here with you on this wonderful night. Or something like that. Don Reed. That story was performed at Snap Judgment Live in San Francisco by Don Reed. The music composed by Alex Mandel. Performed by the Snap Judgment players Alex Mandel, David Brandt, and Tim Frick. And I heard a rumor. I heard a rumor. Look out for the live concert film shoot of Don's one-man show, East 14th Street. It's directed by Robert Townsend. Robert Townsend, it will be in Oakland later this year. You will not want to miss this. I know I'm going to be there. Follow us. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We'll post about tickets as soon as we know about tickets. See the full video of this performance in all of its Technicolor glory, along with countless other amazing performances of Snap on the live stage on our YouTube channel at Snap Judgment Films. Was it? Listen, if you missed even a moment, get the incredible Snap Judgment Storytelling Podcast. And please, if Snap Judgment Storytelling is your jam, let the world know. The digital world, the alternate world, even Madonna's material world. Let them all know you Snap. If you heard what I heard and need to represent, get your limited edition Snap sticker or mug right now on our Patreon and support Snap Storytelling with a beat. The beat doesn't happen unless you make it happen. Don't be shy. Follow us on Instagram, Snap Judgment Radio. Snap is brought to you by the team that never, not once, sleeps in the Snap Judgment bathroom overnight. Except, of course, for the Uber producer, Mr. Mark Ristich, Pat Messini Miller, Anna Sussman, 
Wenzel Gorio, John Fasil, Shayna Sheely, Liz Mack, Marissa Dodge, Nika Singh, Eliza Smith, Lauren Newsom, Taylor Ducat, Flo Wiley, Nancy Lopez, and Leon Morimoto. This is not the news. No way is this the news. In fact, you and your sometimes lover could have an entire conversation in iambic pentameter, even though you're not exactly sure what iambic pentameter even is. And you would still, still, not be as far away from the news as this is. But this is WNYC. True indeed, most definitely. I bleed from my pen and breathe, breath on the beat. Effortless league, I'm present so I'm never deceived by the devil and the heaven in me. Energetically and kinetically, we let it be to find a little bit of levity in everything. Don't pity me, cause I'm the epitome of resilience and brilliance. I shine glittery, literally gilded, lily with skill and wit that they unfamiliar with. Got my finger on the trigger, ready to pull it and dip like a pluck on the guitar string. When we doing our thing, it's for the ancestors and the offspring. We sing, we come together, we cling, we deal with whatever we bring for the bettering of the gathering so let the festivities begin when i pick up a pad and a pen best believe that is bringing out the best in me yes we do on our best we do on our best when we maneuver our flesh we do on our best we superhuman but we do on our best i'm sure that you can attest we do on our best yes we do on our best when we maneuver our flesh we do on our best we superhuman but we do on our best yes